Hello and welcome to a super jam-packed filled episode of BJ Shea's Board Game Alliance. I am your host, Joey. Six ounce eggnog, two ounce screwball, one ounce espresso liquor D's. Oh, we're getting a little sloshed on the podcast <laughs> today, huh? So Hair of the close. dog, baby. Hair of the dog. Something <laughs> special for number 119. Right. A little bit of spice. And you almost got that. I om- What did I do? Yeah, he did mess it up. Yeah, thank you for man. catching that. It's liqueur. liqueur. <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm the winner. Woo. <laughs> By technicality. <laughs> Sean Everson from Thingtop Games has defeated me. Sean, You're how are you doing? Playing a game with rules, lawyers. I, exactly. I should know okay. that. Always hate the rules, lawyers. Josh, yes, sir. Utley of the Omega Gamers, you are here. Hey, how's it going? You know what? You're the one who pointed out my failures. Ah. You're on my list now. Uh, yes. Is it like a Christmas list? It's a list. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Santa involved. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Josh, uh, how can the lovely Geek Nationals get hold of us? Uh, just go to bjgeeknation.com and you get all the podcasts, blogs, interviews, videos, links, and more. More liqueur. More liqueur. <laughs> uh, you can go to search us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, or odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Odyssey. Just search for BJ Geek Nation. That's all you got to do, BJ Geek Nation. We're all over the place. We're on the internets. We're on the webs. We're where were you? You can find us anywhere. You can probably click your phone. Uh, on today's episode, I think we should talk about some games. What do you guys think? Games. That seems like a good idea. Games. Games. <laughs> These are games we would recommend. Now, Josh, Sean, you are our board game experts. You play more games than probably anyone I know. That's for sure. <laughs> and it's including BJ. BJ plays a lot of games, but I think you might top them. Where we do. Uh, why don't we talk about games on BGG that uh, people might might not know, might be a little underranked, might be a little overranked. We'll see. But games you would recommend, because now we have entered 2023. What? <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> There's going to be a whole year of gaming ahead of us. Let's start off with some good ones, huh? Well, this list is Sean mandated that it must be... Above, below, I'm confused. <laughs> There's a number. <laughs> it Josh can't be in the top 1,000. <laughs> it has to be 1,000 or greater in ranking, greater meaning worse. <laughs> so these are games that are great, but that didn't make the top 1,000 because for whatever reason, they were either new or just unknown. And could be games that have been up for a while, maybe just games that didn't get as much recognition as they could have. They could be games on Sean's list and are just bad. They could be all Think <laughs> wow. 12 games. <laughs> just, oh, no, oh, just sad. kidding, just kidding. Oh, oh. We had to burn them. <laughs> Happy birthday, Sean. <laughs> That's what you get for making my name so hard. <laughs> no, I went in an easy one and he screwed it up. <laughs> that is actually true. There were a lot of ounces involved, though. You know, there, That's some math I didn't need to know. And you got me sloshed. You can't that's do true. all these things to me. <laughs> when enough. you put the liqueur at the last, you already had all those other ounces. That's, that's true. That's right. He spiced it. After he had the ounces, he hit bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you hit rock bottom. <laughs> anyway, so these are some fun games that uh, you might not have heard of, which is great because there's always that opportunity when you're with your board gaming friends to play a new game that they haven't heard of. For me, that's usually most of the games I play. <laughs> but, but for you guys, you know, these are ones that you know will catch your eye that you haven't seen because you know you've played. Now I know it's we're going to pull Josh away from the Oathsworn game. I mean, we know that he could sit down and play that game for hours. I'm still playing also. Josh, get off horse horn. <laughs> Hold on. My bear needs to do things. <laughs> but to find that board gamer in your life that hasn't played 
a game or doesn't know the game that they're about to play, what would you guys go with? What what have you found on this list so far? Uh, well, I, I start off with Wendake. Uh, yeah, Wendake by Placentia Games. Wendake. Wendake. I'm yes, going it's a, with resource collection. Um, it's, it's definitely a Euro game. Okay. So you are going to be gathering resources. As far as game company names go, I know it doesn't. It's not that, <laughs> but it sounds a awful lot like that. Yes. And maybe. It's Placentia. I know. T-I-A. There's some extra letters. Now, if I was on my name, you know what I would have said. Yes. Uh, exactly. yeah. Hold on. I have to make a note. <laughs> <laughs> For next time. <laughs> cool thing is uh, this Wendake is about the tri- this tribe, the Wendake tribe. And they actually, in the rulebook, they have a bunch of information about the tribe to give kind of clue you in about them and let you get some information. It's really neat. Um, you're playing these different tribes out in this area, and you're going to be gathering resources in order to complete certain objectives. Uh, there's some trading you can do with, uh, with blankets, but when trading was done with textiles, there was a chance that you could get basically infected you know, with various diseases, so that's a, always a likelihood. Um, so there's kind of a risk-reward with that. Um, there's some combat that can happen. Uh, it's it's a really cool game because you're, there's four different tracks that you're going up as far as victory points. And you score whatever the lowest is on those tracks. Okay. So let's there's uh, you'll put two tracks together. You actually build the tracks, so they're not the same every game. So let's say um, it's the number of lands that I'm at and the number of resources that I have, for example. If those two are paired together, whatever I have of the lowest of those two, that's my score. Interesting. Yeah. So you really kind of have to do a little bit of everything and make sure you're you're pushing up on both sides. Um, it's a really pretty game, too. Uh, it's kind of weighty. It's listed as a 359 on BGG, so there's definitely kind of a lot going on, but just a really cool, unique game. And the way you play it is so fascinating. Um, it, you have a three-by-three three grid of squares, and those squares are tiles that you have, and those are actions you get to take. You choose one of those tiles and then on the, to take an a- that action. You flip that over to show it's been used. On your next turn, you take an action that is adjacent to that tile. So you could either do orthogonally adjacent or you could do diagonal, but whatever choice you make, the third action that you take on your next turn is going to have to be the next one in that line. So you're basically creating these lines on this little grid. Oh, so you have to do a lot of planning. Yeah, yeah. So you you can kind of see, like, okay, turn one, I'm going to do this. Turn two, I'm going to do this. Turn three, I'm going to do this. Um, Once you take those actions, you can't use that action anymore. In order to reset everything, then you do this... um, uh, there's a phase where you basically kind of reset your board and you take a new tile and you get to take one of your old ones out. Basically, your base tile actions, you get to improve them and do something you know really cool. Uh, that style of play is very unique and very interesting and adds a whole lot to how the game plays out. It's super fun, really cool game. Um, this one is ranked at, uh, let's see here, 1100. Or no, I'm sorry, 1063. So Looks like four players. Yeah, can play up to four players. You can play it solo too, which is really neat. Oh, that that's tough. I never. I don't, there's not many games you can play solo. Yeah, and it's a, it's a longer game. It's, you're probably going to be looking around hour and a half, two hours uh, for a play. Uh, but just absolutely, it's a gorgeous game. Great components, just super neat play. And that Very was Wendake. Wendake. W e n d a k e. Awesome. All right, Josh. My first one. Nope, here. not Osborne. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get a new page. <laughs> My first one is Stronghold 2nd Edition from 
Portal, and Stronghold Games. Oh. Uh, this is a two-player game. Only two. Only two. But this game is super fun in that, Joey, you're in the Stronghold. You're defending the castle. My castle. And I'm the orcs trying to get into the castle. You will not break through. What's really cool and creative is if I breach any part of your wall, I win. If you last seven rounds, you win. I've seen Lord of the Rings. Those 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 walls <laughs> get breached pretty quickly, Josh. I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold out. But the well, the way it works, the way it's cool is uh, on the orcs' turn, they're running and doing some cards, and they have to do things in a certain order. But the longer they take, you're building up time. You get these time tokens, and on your turn, you spend all the time tokens. Uh, uh, building vats of boiling oil to dump down on the orcs or uh, recruiting certain number of soldiers or training uh, soldiers into better soldiers. It's really interesting because you have to be careful as the orcs how much time you're giving the uh, the besieged player to, to strengthen their defenses because it doesn't help me if I get to your wall and there's 14 archers up there some uh, turrets and about a boiling oil. You're just gonna. You'll stand no chance. Yeah, but on my side, I could be training uh, goblins that explode to go visit your wall. <laughs> Why would you do that to those poor goblins? <laughs> they made a choice. <laughs> goblins are fodder. <laughs> that's that's very true. Uh, but plays over seven rounds unless you're really good at this game, and then I imagine it wouldn't take long. But I played this game with my sister a few times, and she really enjoys it. And uh, it's ranked twelve ninety four, but I think uh, and there's been some other editions of it. This this edition's really good. There's a new uh, Undead Ooh. Stronghold Undead, so I'm guessing that's a little more Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> the more horde of zombies. The zombie horde. Yeah, so that could be fun too. But yeah, check that one out. Stronghold. Do you prefer to be the attacking goblins or the uh, archer defense? I have always seemed to play the orcs and goblins because I I give the other person a choice and everybody seems because there's more toys when uh, you're defending the castle yeah and it does feel a little more focused because I'm in the castle I can only do so much I can only move so far where outside it can be a little more intimidating because you have all these paths and you have this uh, background mid ground foreground so it's just it's, you take the more chunky version. And not by choice. I would like to play in the castle. <laughs> well, you know, you should play with Sean because exactly. I have a feeling that Sean will probably be, be the goblin. I have no idea how he has not played this game. Oh. I haven't played it. I know. It's crazy. Uh, the rule book was notoriously Portal. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Rodney's got some good videos. Cool. So. That's Stronghold by Stronghold. Awesome. I like it. That's a unique game. I, you know, we don't get a whole lot of two-player games, nor do we get ones with like that kind of big board and very unique feel to it where it's just yeah. a siege. That's well, cool. I need to play Star Wars Rebellion with you. Ooh. That's not on this Star list Star Wars, you say? We'll talk off air. <laughs> uh, yes, we will. I see Sean, Sean is wearing his Star Wars hat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sean, what about you? How about um, another one? My next one is Vanuatu. Now, I'm listing the second edition. The first edition of the game is weirdly the only one that's ranked. And huh. I'm not really sure why, but the ranking for the first edition is 1100. Um, the second edition is basically the same game. It's just prettier, right? Uh, the artwork's prettier. The components are prettier. 
so Vanuatu is by, the second edition is by Quinid Games. Vanuatu is an island, uh, a group of islands that are out in the, I believe, Pacific Ocean. Um, what you are doing is you're going to be going out and uh, exploring the waters to do some fishing. You're going to be getting some treasures out of the water. Um, you're going to be getting people that are visiting the islands and taking them around to show them the different locations. Um, you're building up huts. You're selling the fish uh, at the market in order to get some money. Very peaceful sounding game. The game looks very calm and peaceful. And yet it is a knife fight in a phone booth. It is so vicious and mean compared to how it looks. As I say, this looks I like a retreat of Fiji. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, this is sweet gay island life. Oh, how peaceful. The, so it's an action selection game. The way you do your action selection is you have uh, three discs, and you're going to place one to two on one of those actions that you want to take. And then everybody will do that around the table, and then you'll have one more round of placing your discs. So if you have two left over, now you can place those out. Once everybody's placed all their discs out to locations on the actions they want to take, people may be taking them, selecting the same action. You resolve by a turn order, and then you resolve them based on how you choose where your, your pieces are, but you have to have the majority <laughs> there. Oh, okay, so you can get kind of screwed in that sense. Yes, you can very much get screwed in that because uh, if I know you're going first, Joey, and I... I'm like, well, let's see, Joey just took the action where you can go out and get uh, treasures out in the water. I'm going to put two of my discs out there now that you've placed out one. Ooh, and now, now if you want it, now treasure. you're going to have to go back there and add more to it to really like dive into that. Why, Sean? <laughs> if you're not careful, uh, you can really get screwed in this game and just like lose out on actions for a round. But there's a way to be able to take the first player so you know you can like really you know, dive into stuff. There's special powers that you get each round that give you you know special abilities, so you can really you can mitigate things, but uh, you can really get screwed if you're not careful. I like the player cards; they're really really detailed. Yeah, the artwork on this is so just gorgeous. Like the the ocean tiles that you put out have a have a really cool shape to them. Builds out this really pretty ocean. Um, yeah, the tiles are nice and chunky. Just a really gorgeous game. Definitely very unassuming. I would not have expected a lot of backstabbingness and like stealing from uh, yeah. such a beautiful uh, board. <laughs> I, I think the the cover really undersells what the game is because I said you know it's the cover is basically an island and there's an empty boat sitting off to it. So it's very unassuming and maybe like, of oh, Catan, it's but in the water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a. It's a very raucous game. Like there's just so much going on and through each round and just people in your face and fighting all the time. Like it's just it's super, super cool. And I think it's probably one of the reasons why it's it's in that bottom. It's currently listed at eleven hundred, but it's got a seven point five on BGG, so people that have played it enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, so. most definitely. I mean it sounds very entertaining. But we are not on a vacation, unfortunately. Oh no. At Fiji. Although if you were, it might be a fun game to break out. Uh other games, Josh? Well, if I was in Fiji, I'd have to pay extra baggage bag to get Oathsworn <laughs> on the... That's true. Can you play Oathsworn on the airplane? I could. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That's what you guys would be doing if you had a private chat. If you were flying oh, yeah. on vacation, you'd be playing Oathsworn <laughs> on a plane. Why don't we have the Geek Nation chat? <laughs> yeah, on. that's right. PJ, make this happen. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> it's never going to happen. We'd be going to places even if we don't need to go to places. <laughs> that's right. On a way to the con, we'll have our own con on the plane. <laughs> plane con. <laughs> uh, my next one is Ascending Empires. 
uh, currently ranked thirteen sixty five. This is a four X space game. So BJ's played dexterity based. Interesting. I'm listening. It's space flicking. Space flicking. Yes. yes. That's an interesting sell. Tell me more. Actually, it's one of the funnest forex games I've ever played. Yeah. How does that even work? Does that mean like you f- to explore? You like throw, hit. You stuff? you flick. You have flick? discs and you flick them, <laughs> and you have to get. If you flick too hard, your ship's going off into the nether there. So. Oh no. That's going to have to come back to you. But, uh, yeah, no, you flick, and you, you get near planets, you can scan them, you can try to land on them. Uh, the planets have different colors, and based on if you build research stations, and there's a great tech tree with cool powers and bonus points, but you find certain colors planets, and that helps you boost the tech for that planet. Uh, and then there's uh, mining that you can just mine points, but you can't do that at your home planet, so you have to get out and explore, and you can fight each other. And there is nothing greater than a stand-up moment where it comes down to Sean needs to flick and hit DJ. <laughs> and, and you get that nervous flick where you barely touch the piece and it goes nowhere. No! <laughs> and you're like, darn it. <laughs> or you play, I played with a person who the more inebriated he got, the more dead-eye he got with his flicking. <laughs> really? Yes. How does that work? I have no clue. Is it like a drunken superpower? <laughs> I think it was because that, I mean, like, it was like off planet three, kill two of Sean's ships, back home, nothing but net. Oh, yeah. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so your turn really does get heavily impacted by how well you can flick these little things. Yes. Wow. Uh, the game is super great. It's not long because about the time the whole place is explored and everybody's built up quite a bit of stuff. It, then it's the exploration's gone. You are exploiting your planet still, and you're just having fun at, at exterminating at that point. And then if you're not careful, somebody's like, hey, I got the points. I win the game. So not a chunky 4X. No, just a fun 4X. Oh, yeah. interesting. Just super fun, kind of light. But, like again, the tech tree on this is amazing because it upgrades everything. Your movement gets bigger, <laughs> your number of flicks. Just lack thereof. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like you had a bumpy game. I did once flick, and it uh, way too hard, went off the board, ricocheted off someone's Diet Coke can, came back on, and landed on the planet I wanted. Really? (laughs) Yep. That's like bonus points right there. I was like, yeah. That's fun. That's that's an interesting concept. I wouldn't have thought about hitting things onto a board to explore. (laughs) Well, there's other dexterity games, and they're very big, okay, and spread out, and that's fine. But this one's a little more confined, so a little more um, controlled. Less punishing, yeah, yeah. yeah. But a super fun game. Ascending Empires. Z-Man last published it, and uh, I don't know. I've heard rumbles that there might be a new printing, but we haven't seen it yet. Because they were trying, there's new play mats that are like, made for flicking wood discs across. Interesting. So there's no seams in the board anymore. Because these are puzzle boards at this time. So if that were ever to become a thing, I would be buying it. That'd be awesome. All right, Sean, without getting anything flicked at you by Josh, <laughs> how about one more from you? Mine's, uh, so this is a pocket game. They call it a wallet game. Okay. So it fits in a little, um, almost kind of like plasticky faux leather wallet by Button Shy Games. Uh, this is Circle the Wagons. Circle the Wagon. Um, 
interesting, I just realized this, uh, the art was actually by Beth Sobel. Huh. It's not usually her style that you typically see. So Circle the Wagons is a <laughs> two-player specifically. It's a drafting game. And you have a circle of cards that you lay out. And there's three cards that are turned faced up. Uh, those cards actually show the ways that you score points in the game. There are three different ways of scoring points. Each card actually has a different way to score points, so you randomly shuffle them up and select three, and those are your scoring points for that round. Uh, the rest of the cards are split into four, uh, four sections, four quadrants. Um, each quadrant is going to have a, a certain type on it. It might be mountains, water, uh, it might be uh, cattle, like all these different icons and, and environment types. When you're placing cards, you're basically building a little town on your side. So you select an area of starting card, and then the next player is going to select from that that starting space that you've decided on, and they're going to select the card that they want, and you'll get everything in between. Okay, okay. So there's a little bit of like, well, how much do I want to give the other player? I really want this card over here, but they selected this one card, so if... I go and select the card I really want. I'm giving them a whole ton of stuff. And you can also, and yeah, as the first player, you can kind of see, oh, they want what that would one. They so, want? Yeah. 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 It's really cool system. Um, and yeah, you're just building out your tableau. Uh, sometimes you, you can cover up certain icons in a certain way because sometimes there'll be negative points. Like if you have certain things showing, you're like, oh, crap, I don't want that because that's got three of this icon on it or three of this environment type. Uh, it's super, super neat game. It always plays out really differently because there's so many different ways to score. Um, just, just a super fun game. This is uh, ranked at, uh, let's see here, ranked at a 11.26, uh, but it's got a 7.1 on BG, and it's super inexpensive. Like, if you find it for sale on the Button Shy website, it's usually like $10, $15. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, and like I said, it's in a small little wallet, so you can just, Tuck it in your pocket and carry it with you wherever. We can bring it on our jumbo jet. Exactly. When we go to BJ Con <laughs> in the air. It's one of my favorite games by this publisher by far. It's just an absolute standout game. Awesome. You guys want to quickly run down maybe some honorable mentions. Just, you know, we don't have to go too deep into them, but maybe some more uh, games that people can get into in the year of 2023. So, Josh, I think you've played this before. Tales and Games, The Hare and the Tortoise. It's in the book series of games. Oh, yeah. I call the hair. My daughter loves that game. <laughs> uh, Q-Birds, that's one that you can play on Board Game Arena if you look up that one. Uh, it's a drafting game of birds. Uh, the Prodigals Club, I played that with you, Josh. Uh, basically, we're trying to be like the worst person uh, at the table. <laughs> Sounds right. Okay. <laughs> I played that at an OrcaCon. Ooh, shout out uh, OrcaCon. Super Fantasy Brawl, that's a good brawler game. Uh, tons of big, huge minis in it. Jump Drive, which is the role uh, for the Galaxy system. Uh, it's yeah, the scale it's, down it's version. part of the whole, uh, yeah, what he said. Uh, <laughs> Cleopatra and the Society of Architects is, is down below 1,000, which the really surprised me. most overproduced, for good reason, <laughs> game in all of existence. Uh, Claim is a fantastic two-player game, uh, which has this very pivotal moment in the middle of it that makes it really unique. Uh, Spirits of the Wild is a mass market game, but... Just absolutely amazing two-player as well. Rise of Tribes, I was really surprised to be under a thousand. Yeah, that's uh, a great little like kind of forexy type of game. And uh, Sentient, which uh, Josh taught me to play one time, and super brain burning. Whew, that game will cook your beans. <laughs> yeah, that one's a <laughs> fun one. Uh, I'm just gonna say, Euthia, turn Torment of Resurrection, uh, mainly because it's ranked eight point seven, which probably won't stay. 
above a thousand for a while, but Sean said never said I wasn't allowed to loophole because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this new Kickstarter for this is already launched, and I'm sure that overall rank is going to change. It's oh yeah, game play oh. it super fun. Eight point seven is so high. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Um, before we get out of here, I do want to give a shout-out to OrcaCon. It is this weekend. You guys are probably going to be very tired by the end of it. Oh, yeah. Sixth to the eighth, OrcaCon. I Con. won't be. Oh, you I don't? have a hotel room. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like you're going to be sleeping there. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that just going to make people game more? <laughs> it's your, it's your storage uh, for your games. <laughs> the, the con ends on Sunday. I don't check out until Monday. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. Savvy move. Get that extra day of sleep. Right. org to get all the information. Uh, it's going to be a blast. I can't wait to see everybody. But until then, thank you, Geek Nationals, for joining us. And as always, even if it's over a thousand, play nice. <laughs>